not expecting it to be that good. You know, normally WWE just throws some shit together just for the sake of throwing some shit together. But I want to say, honestly, from the pre-show to the end, it was a good pay-per-view, man. Uh, starting off on the pre-show, we had the Usos versus the Mysterios for the tag team, uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie, I didn't expect the Usos to win. You know what I mean? Especially with Buddy's recent uh, you know, issues and shit, catching that DUI and shit. I was not expecting them to reward him with a tag team championship run, but... It ended up happening, man. Of course, you know, the match wasn't bad. I got to say this, too, because I never really think I really talk too positively about them. But the Usos, man, they're good. I mean, yeah, at one point they were forced on us, but, like, where they are at right now in 2021, they are certainly one of the top tag teams in WWE, without a doubt. You say Usos, right? Yeah, man. Like, I never really was rocking with them too much when they first came out and shit. So it was, like, for me... I just thought some shit was corny, especially the Uso Penitentiary shit. I wasn't really a fan of it. So, like, but now where they're at, like, I got to say I really fuck with them. But especially, you know, being associated with the head of the table, you know, all that shit. Like, it works for all three of them. But, like, just those two in general, like, I like where they're at right now. I just didn't expect them to win. Did did you expect that shit? Or, you know, what was your take on that one? I was, I I didn't even know they were in a match, to be honest, (laughs) before the the pay-per-view. And, like, obviously Vince said... DUIs will not fuck my plans up. He said, hell no. He said, you're still getting the belt, and you're still showing up on, on Friday. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely a good match. But I, I, I feel like the Usos, I thought it was kind of like a universal thing. Everybody thought they were one of the best in the, in the I, WWE. I mean, I've seen a lot of love for them online, but like I, I might have been in the majority. I just wasn't really rocking with them for a, a decent amount of their run. Like I fucked with them when they first debuted with Tamina and shit, like back in the day on SmackDown. Like that shit was cool because they were fresh faces, so I was interested. But as time went on and the title runs went on and shit, and then the constant battles with New Day, I was just burnt out on them. Like I, I, I fucking with it. <laughs> I feel that, but like I don't know. I feel like everybody's like, yeah. If there was one tag team from each promotion, I feel like the Usos would probably be picked first. Because I feel like their in-ring work is probably the best out of anybody. Yeah, they're not too sloppy, and they really haven't been too sloppy even with them, you know, when they first started. You know, of course, everybody starts off a little green and shit, but yeah, there wasn't too much fuck-ups on their parts. And they did end up having, granted, I want to say it was because of who they were facing, but they ended up having some decent matches that a lot of people talk about to this day right now. So, I mean... Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't expect it. I just want to know what's the plan now with the Mysterios. Are we going to run a rematch angle where, you know, they're just going to battle it out again for the belts, or are we going to try to step away from that shit and kind of try to... Do you want them to do anything with Dominic right now, or do you think it's better for him to still stay tagging with his pops? I'm going to be honest, man. He's definitely got some moves and shit, but I think he needs to go down to NXT. I think he needs that developmental, you know fucking sit in a PC for a year and really learn the yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest. I say that shit about people in AEW. Oh, if they signed with WWE, they would be in the PC. And I was shocked that they even pulled him up and had him on Raw. Like, dude, he's there's he's like you said, he has some good moves, but you can always tighten some shit up and get a little extra polish and get him really ready to perform. Because when he first started, the match wasn't bad this past Sunday. But like when I the some of the matches that I have seen him have on, on regular television there's been some fumbles and shit, and I can't knock him for it. You're fucking young, and you ain't been doing it, like, that long, especially in the WWE way. So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I kind of want them to do something. I'm not saying go ahead and throw a belt on them, but, like, if we're going to keep doing this tag team shit, I feel like it's going to get kind of boring because what are we going to get out of it? They already won the belts together, so what's next? Do it again? Yeah, I, w- I would like to hear their long-term plans for him because... I agree with you, though. N- uh, NXT run wouldn't wouldn't hurt. 
because I mean, I remember reading a report saying that he wanted to, you know, don a mask like his dad. So I mean, I don't know. They could come up with some type of shit like that in NXT. Prince Mysterio, I think that was the ideal name that they were gonna go with or whatever. Uh, shit, fuck it. I mean, it would come with a repackage, take him off TV for a little bit. Obviously, have him in the PC training a little bit, and then yeah, just get his, you know, attire right, and then redebut his ass. I mean, it doesn't have to be at a takeover or nothing like that. It could just be a regular episode of NXT because people are gonna know the name, yeah. they're gonna know the association and shit. So, but yeah, to me personally, I feel like that tag team shit. It's nice, but I think that shit should be over with. Like for ray even too like this is what ray's gonna do for the tail end of his career just tag with his son yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's it's cool but like especially ray ray Ray, we should be really getting his last matches in time to wrap it up like you know you're getting old yeah you're not you can't really do a lot of shit you can't used to be able to do which you know he's older so it makes sense but knee injuries and shit that shit takes a toll so you know i mean yeah i I don't expect ray to be just jumping off of shit doing wild shit anymore but yeah for his tail end i don't me personally, I I don't think that's the right way to go with it. Yeah. Uh, next match was the women's Money in the Bank match. Shocking match. I mean, what you had Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Lena Vega, Natalia, and Tamina. Now, personally, I don't know why the tag team women's tag team champions were even in there. Those were two spots that were wasted in that match. You already got a belt. What the fuck are y'all doing in this match? I hate when they do this shit. We just touched on it last week. Why? I mean, I'm pretty sure they ended up winning matches or something to end up getting in it, but that was just a dumbass call on my part. But of course, the big question of the match, Nikki winning. What is your thoughts on that? To me, that shocked the shit out of me. I did not expect that at all. Uh, it, yeah, there was just a lot of crazy spots in the match. Uh, I kind of expected uh, Alexa Bliss to win. Just I was leaning towards her and uh, or Morgan. Yeah, I was expecting them to one of them two to win. Yeah, but I, I mean the, the whole Nikki shit is working for, her, and I, I I like the idea. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I knew they were gonna run with her because obviously she's appealing to the younger crowd now and shit. But that fast, yeah, like, that was, fast, like I thought it was gonna be a couple months to build up at least, you know, for her to get to that to that point. But I mean, I guess Money in the Bank's a perfect opportunity, you know, jumping off point for it. So I mean, I guess. Yeah, it just I, it just shocked me. I did not expect that person to win. I just I was kind of pissed because they teased Zelina almost getting it. And it was like I would have been perfect for. Her. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad at that. I was, you know, I mean, shit. Okay, you brought her back. You're gonna do something with her instead of just you know showcasing her in matches, just you know for the sake of putting her in matches and shit. But I mean, like I said, I'm not mad at it. I mean, wasn't my pick, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I'll, all, take, I'll take that one. All in all, like you said, some crazy ass, but, but that's expected in Money in the Bank matches. You know, you got to have some crazy spots because otherwise, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, just waiting for someone to climb the ladder. So I knew it wasn't going to go as crazy as the guys. I don't expect it. Expect it to, you know, with the crazy ass bumps. But I mean, it, it was a decent amount. I fucked with it. I liked it. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championships, Viking Raiders versus AJ Styles and Omos or Omas or however the fuck you say his weird name. Almost, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm glad that they have something for AJ, but I feel like he's so much better and more deserving than a tag team run with an unknown guy that they're just trying to push because of his size. And that's just my honest opinion about that. Like, I mean, would I have liked to see the Viking Raiders win? Yeah, but then again, it's like at least AJ still has something going because I don't know what the hell they would do with him if he loses the tag belts. Well, exactly. That's the thing. Especially being on Raw, it's like, you know, a lot of talent over there. And AJ's starting to get older. I don't know. I felt like I felt like it was a great fucking match. That that almost dude is definitely getting a lot better. It's very visible. Compared to what he was doing when he first came out, yeah. Like, that shit, 
I mean, it's good to see that. That's what I love about this shit in a way. Some people don't pan out at all. They just continuously suck. And then some people you see like, man, that nigga couldn't even properly do a move. Now he's just doing all types of shit. Can actually slam people safely. Not yeah, put safely. people on yeah. their shit. Yeah. So, uh, I, mean, I, I, just, I just feel like, I don't know. I like I like the pairing. At first, I was like, "Yeah, this is weird." They're just put. Yeah, exactly. He's... It fitted the body body bodyguard role. Like, okay, cool, big ass dude, AJ Small. Like, it worked. But then when they started, like, "Oh, they're gonna go for the belts, won the belts type shit," I'm like, "Okay, I don't know about all this now." But okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I feel like they're really starting to gel, and the 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 way they had the big guy in trouble during the match was like okay you know i felt like the you know it was just, i felt like it was a damn good match man and oh yeah. i thought it was good i feel like it's working viking raiders another underrated team i don't feel like they really get the props they deserve i mean i know they were out with injuries and that kind of hindered shit but i mean even before that the shit they were doing once they got called up the raw like come on man they're a dope ass tag team hansen's big ass be moving around cartwheeling and some more shit like come on now what more can you ask from a team they're not boring they don't do boring moves they're hard hitting nobody gives them their props though it's feel, i feel like at least yeah well you know viking raiders they really fucked up the tag name yeah i'm not still feeling the name at all but i get it you know you're not gonna go with you gotta go with some pg shit uh one of, i think my favorite match tonight the wwe championship match kofi kingston versus bobby lashley <laughs> bobby lashley was just smashing that man the whole match <laughs> now that's what i wanted like i mean i did not want kofi to win we said that shit last week was not a fan of that if that was gonna happen so i'm happy with the result uh obviously lashley got the w what was your takeaways from the match that is exactly what should have happened Exactly. There should have been no offense from Kofi. Just Kofi getting fucking suplexed every 45 seconds. You know, <laughs> it was just elbows and vibes. I loved it, you know. Uh, Kofi, I don't know. I'm just tired of the whole pushing Kofi thing. Like, he got he got his belt. Fans got what they wanted, but... It's time to step away from that now. Yeah. Like, there's too many other people. Like, you're, you're going to be solidified regardless what they do with you for the rest of your tenure like even if it is another title run down the line okay cool but you'll be fine from now till then you don't need it that, that's why i didn't get the whole thing at all why is he back in a championship match you know the other two people in your fucking stable are way you know i would rather see them get a push than you so it's like xavier would be refreshing if they actually did something with him that would be refreshing obviously they've you know stopped and go with e a couple times and shit but like e- Xavier would be refreshing instead of Kofi. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, okay, shit. Raw's women's championship match: Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Talk about tearing the fucking house down. Yeah, fans was against the match at first. You know, they were chanting they wanted Becky and all that shit, and they still worked through it and won them over. That's that kind of shit. Like that's how you know it's a good match because fans are assholes. They're gonna chant if they're not fucking with it, but to turn them like that, you know, what I mean, just by what you're doing in the ring, you know, on the spot, got to say hats off to both of them. I like the match. It was a really good match. How do you, you know, what What do you think about uh, Charlotte flicking off the crowd for the match tonight? Hey, I mean, shit. I I mean, I feel it. I mean, wouldn't you feel kind of disrespected? You are who you are. And if, you know, if you were Charlotte, you know, you got your tent, your fucking resume and you chant. Of course, we want Becky to come back. But like, this is our championship match. This is our moment. You know what the fuck? So I can understand it. You know, that's did the crowd get the best of her? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, or maybe she was just playing into it. She is the heel right now. So yeah. I mean, but I, shit. OK, cool. Yeah, it was it was such a fucking dope match, man. Like. I'm just tired of everybody constantly talking shit shit about Charlotte. Like she's like like she's only there because of her name. Can we stop talking like that? 
she's done she's done her part like she, i mean now her, don't get me wrong i wasn't in agreement with her winning the championship again like that shit to me was stupid like she another person that doesn't need it like she doesn't necessarily need a championship right now whether it's her being paired for the tag team championship or a raw or smackdown championship i feel like she doesn't need the shit right now like right now y'all are just trying to get her to you know match her dad uh, but title range, but, it seems like. but at the but at the same time when you're getting matches like that why the fuck wouldn't she be around that title picture? I don't. I don't understand why. I mean, I. I, I get it. You know, it's Flair's daughter. She's only there because of her name. The fucking match she put on proved everything. Stop talking yeah, shit about yeah, it. Like yeah, I. I, mean, I, 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 I felt like it was the ultimate shut the fuck up match. Like because that's all you see online, and everybody's always oh I'm sick of her this and that. You better fucking appreciate her why she's here. You know. Yeah, you know she. You appreciate her why she's here because. Yeah, I you're felt- going to cry if she goes to AEW or some shit. Like, motherfuckers going to be upset, and then all of a sudden, all this outpour of love is going to come. But y'all talking hella shit right now. I mean, but still, I still stand on my point. I don't agree with her winning the championship. More on that a little later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, I mean, you know, I didn't think Rio was going to lose for sure. Nah, because, I mean, shit, she fits the part. She's doing her part. And, and you know, she's having good matches on her own, too, with whoever you throw in, uh, in the ring with. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just I didn't see that shit happening, but. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, the men's money in the bank match. Drew McIntyre, Riddle, Ricochet, John Morrison, Big E, Kevin Owens, uh, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Ain't gonna lie, dude. I was more or less not expecting E to win. You always read the rumors, oh, they're gonna do a push on E. I've been reading that shit, it seems like, for like the past two years that they were gonna you know, do a push. So I don't bite into that shit every time I read into it or read an article before a pay-per-view. Like, okay, you've been saying this shit. So with that being said, I didn't expect them to win. You know, like I said before, I was more or less on the, you know, Seth Rollins. They can, you know, double back and do a uh, Reigns and a Rollins match. So I was expecting them to take the easy route, but now nah, they ended up going with Big E. My question is, who do you think he's going to end up challenging? Because to my knowledge, I mean, I didn't catch all of SmackDown last night, but I don't think he has. He made a comment saying, oh, I'm going for Roman or I'm going. For I don't Bobby. I don't I don't think he did. OK, so no. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what do you think would be the ideal situation or who he should go after? See, that's weird because, like, it's like, you put it, I mean, I don't see him taking the belt off Roman, so. Yeah. Lashley? That would make the most sense, I mean, but. And it'll get him back around Kofi and Xavier, and you know WWE's looking for any way to push some new merch. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, shit, that's going to be mean new t-shirts and shit, so. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I'm happy he won it, though. I, I feel like. I feel like, you know, if there's anybody that on a new day that should get any type of rocket strapped on their back, it's him. I, I just felt- want to see it. I've been, like, just like I've heard and seen other people say, I just want to see a character change. Like, can we get a little more seriousness? You don't got to be like some ruthless killer type shit in the ring because, you know, we already got Cross. We already got other people that move like that in the ring. But, you know, just a little bit more seriousness. Yeah. Not even on Apollo level. You know, you don't got to get that serious. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But people Stop wearing been, all the bright colors and shit, you know, even attire-wise, you know, change that up. Yeah, I mean... Just little we, tiny changes that would work for me. <laughs> we've, we've been asking for that for fucking years now, so it's like, is it ever going to happen? I don't think so, but... going to see, what do you think about that Kevin Owens spot? Ah, man. 
man, that shit. It seems like every ladder match, damn near, he takes a wild ass spot, bro. And it's just like that shit was dangerous because that was like the back of the neck, back of the head on the ladder type shit. The way it broke and everything, the way he landed on it when it broke, like yeah, that just looked really fucked up. It looked like that motherfucker hurt so bad, man. So I was, I mean, obviously no reports and no concussions or nothing like no injuries, good shit. But like, yeah, watching it live, that was a fucked up spot. <laughs> like I don't, I mean, obviously he's probably supposed to land more on his back. Opposed to the back of his fucking neck and head, but yeah, yeah, it was. Overall, though, what do you think about the match? Was it was it exciting or what? Yeah, I mean, I thanks to Peacock, I missed like the beginning of it because I was about to say fuck it. It started getting so choppy. I was like, whatever, man. I'll just watch this on replay tomorrow. And then that's when you texted me uh, asking about it. And then I tried the app again, and it was working magically. So I was like, all right. So I missed maybe about the first five to eight minutes, somewhere around there. But like, yeah, the rest of the shit I saw, yeah. Like I, I should I had no complaints. Like I said in the beginning of the show, I had no complaints about this pay per view at all from the beginning to the end. I mean, yeah. Besides, did the act- I agree with the winners in all matches. No, but like it wasn't making me pissed off that I watched it. Like a lot of WWE pay per views make you feel. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. It was a lot of a lot of people that needed that W and Biggie <laughs> got it. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it had my interest because, like I said, I didn't know who was going to win. I, You know, I mean, of course, you're going to have your picks and your assumptions, but I was just legit curious with how, where they were going to go with it. Uh, the Universal Championship match, Edge versus Roman Reigns, we said last week we ain't really see Edge winning. So, I mean, there's really not much to really discuss in that format. Like, are we shocked? No, we're not shocked. And, like, we figured Roman was going to retain. Uh, the big thing is, I guess, really John Cena returning at the end of the pay-per-view. I mean, there was reports that he was going to return, but then all of a sudden that, you know, his filming schedule and WWE would have been conflicting, so that was, like, put on hold for the time being. But, nah, they swerved us, and he showed up at the end of the pay-per-view anyways. And he's confirmed for Raw and SmackDown, obviously. So are you thinking it's time for a giant? I mean, he's been gone. I don't know the exact number of years, but he's been gone for a little minute. So you think it's about time for a Cena return or... I, I feel like where they're at with creative, it's a perfect time because now it's kind of feel like Roman's ran through the roster and if there's any any one kink in his armor, it's John Cena. But I felt like it was so perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like just how they did it was perfect. Now, you know, now you can acknowledge me, you know, like <laughs> fuck you guys. And then like fuck, the one fucking guy that could walk out walks out. That's like, right. And the fucking crowd goes crazy. I yeah, guarantee it was, it was, yeah, it was WWE sold millions of dollars of merch that night with that fucking shirt. Oh, yeah. Cena, I mean, I'm, I believe he can step back. I mean, I haven't heard no numbers, but I'm pretty sure he stepped back in and got right back to the top spot <laughs> of selling shit. Because, I mean, people are been wanting them back and, you know, kids are going to love the love them. So, shit. And the shirts are always bright. So, the kids are going to fuck with it. Yeah, it was, I don't know. I thought the, I thought the match was fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, the Roman and Edge. Yeah, I mean, Edge, where he's at right now, like, I, the way he wrestles, like, obviously that's just him being a vet and shit, and the, the way he does shit in matches is different than what I see a lot of other, like, uh, even Randy, even even Randy works different now, but, like, Edge, I want to say, is kind of on a different level, just the way he works, his opponent and shit. The, 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 I don't want to say the emotions, but, like, you know, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll say the emotions, but, like, the shit that he put, just puts out there, dude, is like you feel it and you understand why he's doing what he's doing. Obviously, the beef between him and Roman, you know, <laughs> and the Roman's been talking tall shit about how he beat him, stack him, all that shit. So, I mean, yeah, to me, it was it was a great match. I just knew the outcome. Basically, they just had to fill in the blank. It could have sucked. It could have been good. Thankfully, they gave us something good. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Again, they closed it out. 
all matches to me were good. No filler, I would like to say. Do you feel like there was any match that was a filler? No, I felt like every match had its purpose and every match served something. And I'm not even mad at the tag team championships being on the pre-show. Like, to me, I don't even care about that shit no more, especially if it's okay for AEW to do shit. I'm not going to be holding WWE to the flame for shit anymore. Like, even if that's putting Jeff on main event. Nah, fuck that. Kenny and them get to be on dark. I ain't going to be tripping over motherfuckers that are main stars being on main event. Or, you know, whatever the case is. So, in that yeah. scenario, I ain't, I ain't mad. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Yeah. Shit, switching over to Raw on Monday. Keith Lee finally returns to answer Bobby Lashley's uh, was he open injured? challenge. They never really clarified. People were speculating if it was a concussion issue or, you know, COVID. Like, but they never confirmed either or denied either. So I think right now everyone's still in the dark about what it was. But he finally made his debut, and he's back fully now. It wasn't a uh, report said it's not a one-off thing. So we are going to be seeing him weekly now. Uh, obviously, he had a losing effort against Bobby. But where do you see them placing Lee now? Because you know he's over with the fans. You know what he does in the ring. And even though there's that Vince factor of not giving a fuck and putting him wherever, but what would be your ideal situation for Lee now that he's back? Do we just put him in the main title picture, or do we mid-card him and let him work his way up? I just feel like they're so top-heavy right now, especially on Raw. Like, they've just got so many, like, top stars. Mm -hmm. It's like, where are you going to put Keith Lee? What? There's no fucking way he's a champion over Bobby. There's no way he's a champion over Drew. And they just proved, well, not the Drew, but they just proved it, proved it with Bobby. So it's like, yeah, I don't think we're going to do a, a rematch of that shit. So. so, I, you know, it's it's just so, because I love Keith Lee. I think he's amazing. I think, you know, he's, he's over For a man crowd, that size, like bro, he does, like, I mean, I, I was just giving Hanson his praise, but, like, Lee's more advanced than him, and he's a big dude, too. So it's like, yeah, he does some wild shit. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather be out SmackDown. Yeah, that would be more ideal. SmackDown always gets the short end of the stick when it comes to talent. Like, Raw is always overfilled with stars, and SmackDown ends up making niggas in the stars because that's all we have on our roster, and we're going to do what we can. And then people end up becoming something. But, yeah, he would fit way more better on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, but, I mean, Keith Lee, he's got to be around at least the mid-belt, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. We can't just have him out here doing nothing yeah, in his fucking backstage segments. Just like jobbing to everybody. Like, no, That would be good. completely pointless. Exactly. We gotta, and he's been gone for so long. Like, let's execute while we can. Yeah. Thankfully, the fans ain't abandoned his ass, and they're still rocking with him. So it's like, yeah, execute. <laughs> like, let's take care of that. Where's Mia Yim at? Her? I'm not sure. I didn't know if she was... Wasn't she supposed to go back to, down to NXT? Because I thought they obviously broke up that retribution shit. T-Bar and Mace are still a tag team. But I could have swore that was uh, opening her up to go back to NXT. But I don't recall seeing her. They might, they might as well just Unless they're her. waiting. Because, I mean, you know, the women's picture's kind of flooded right now. So maybe they might be at waiting on some shit. I, they might as well just throw, him, throw her with Keith Lee and just let them rock. Yeah, might as well. Shit. What's the worst that can happen? Basically, at this point, if it doesn't work, you can always break them up and do whatever the fuck you want, but it ain't going to hurt to try some shit. Yeah. I think they need to start doing more of that couple shit. Yeah, I mean, if that's, like, Cross and Scarlet, like, they're a real couple, that's why they work so well. Oh, they really date? Yeah. Been dating, apparently. So, I mean, this ain't no new shit. that's really dope, then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that makes their characters more believable and shit, because it's common knowledge online that people know that shit. So, like, it works for the characters in some cases when you do that. I mean, not everybody. Yeah. Like, do it like, okay, this is not an impact segment, but Chelsea Green tagging with uh, Matt Cardona. 
you know, shit like that. Like, people are going to fuck with their team just because they know they really go together and shit. So, I mean, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, fucking Karrion Cross. Out of nowhere. I was watching Raw, and then out of nowhere, I want to say midway, that's when they started showing promos that Cross was making his Raw debut tonight. Like, okay. And then it was against Jeff, and then he lost really fast. This motherfucker's been undefeated for, I don't know how, his whole NXT run, he hasn't lost yet. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, Jeff's a legend, but he loses in a couple minutes to Jeff, and he's been demolishing shit on NXT. And then there was a report that some people in NXT were upset, because, you know, he's done win over Cole, Finn, Gargano. He's went over their top stars and to go up there and lose so fast in that kind of fashion. Like, yeah, I'd be kind of upset, too. Like, that's our star, and you just deliberately shitted on him. I don't care if it was Jeff. The only person that I, and this is going to sound corny, but the only people that I would take that from is a Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, top-tier motherfuckers. Like, I would understand that. But, like, for someone like Jeff, like, come on, bro. Like, that was not the move to make. Now you, you already weakened him by fucking changing his entrance, taking Scarlet away from him. Now you got him getting whooped by Jeff that is on some 50-50 booking shit. He's winning, losing, winning, winning, losing, 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 like... And then to come up a big on cross like that, I'm not in agreement with that shit, man. And, you know, I mean, we knew that was going to happen. And just really fucking frustrating because, like, like, how, how, like, I don't, I don't understand, like, just like we've said with fucking Asuka, how she was fucking undefeated for her whole fucking NXT run. She comes up on the main roster and now all of a sudden she's not that good. How the fuck do we get here? And how the fuck? Are we in creative saying this shit's going to fucking happen? It just seems how, like... How do you drop the ball that fucking bad? That is That was unfucking excusable It was inexcusable. And, and, and whoever fucking thought that up should not be allowed to be in the fucking creative room no more. The only thing I can think of, and this is not even me trying to shoot them bail, is just like that's their way of showing dominance. Like, yeah, we're WWE, you're NXT. Like, even though we're under the same umbrella, we're bigger than you and we're better than you type shit. Like, they always keep them down especially if it's not a vince creation and it's something triple h had his hand in and built from the ground up as soon as they get to the main roster it means absolutely nothing nothing like nothing cross undefeated whooping ass current nxt champion and so basically jeff's whooping gargano cole that's what you're telling me since he just whooped cross so fast not even that he like hit his finisher obviously it was a roll-up type shit uh but still you know what i mean like so basically you're telling me jeff's whooping everybody on, on in your top tier in nxt it just makes Cross look bad. It makes the brand look bad. That's why, I mean, again, I guess maybe they thought, oh, it's Jeff Hardy, a legend. You know, ain't nobody going to get upset about that. It doesn't really matter unless it was some top-tier name that I just mentioned. Like, maybe <laughs> Drew. Maybe Drew. Maybe okay, Yeah, I'll Drew. give you that. Yeah, yeah Maybe Drew. Drew yeah. And, that's just, and Drew was a star over there, too. Yeah. So maybe Drew. Maybe Bobby. Other than that, it's a fucking yeah, mistake. current... Gen shit, yeah, that's about that, it. <laughs> that's that's, about that's it. fucking inexcusable, and fuck whoever, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Take, taking away Scarlet, taking away Scarlet, you know, I, you should have saw the backlash online from last week, and you should have made the fucking proper corrections. Or when they, uh, the reports got out about the dark match, and he was without her, and people were talking shit online. That so, was the so, first time to adjust it. So, so what I, you're not going to listen to the fans. And you're going to shit on NXT. And this is the shit that makes people not want to watch. That right there. On, yeah, honestly, they're going to take it as a joke. Honestly, that right there made me want to stop watching. 
I'm so invested in this person. I've, you know, I fucking. I just don't want to see him on the main roster anymore. Like, no. I'm so over that cut, shit. Like, cut, just cut keep the whole him. thing. Just keep him. Just keep him in NXT. Yep. I don't know what else y'all got lined up, but uh, yeah, he's gonna have to drop the belt. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's gonna e- be time e- for a either new program, that or but. fucking release him, let him go somewhere else, and let him be the star that he's supposed to be because yeah. that is unexcusable. And you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, I, that that was just a blatant slap in the face. Shit. The only other thing I raw I wanted to talk about. The retouch on the uh, women's money in the bank match, obviously, Nikki won. And then less than 24 hours later, she cashes in on Charlotte. Charlotte's not even champion for 24 hours. And this is doubling back to what I was going to say. That was totally pointless for Charlotte to win. You are just trying to get her notches on her belt to get up there with Rick. So if you put the belt on her, she loses it less than 24 hours. I'm not mad that Nikki won it that fast, but then I'm mad that Nikki or Charlotte had it for that sh- that short, if that makes sense. I, I, will, I will say this. It was a perfect way to protect Rhea. Yeah, yeah. That that's you know. Hey, we transition to a new champ, but, but Rhea then, doesn't have but to then lose. in a way, I wouldn't have minded them doing typical WWE shit. They had the match at the pay per view. Uh, Rhea retains, and then you know for whatever fucking reason, Charlotte gets a rematch on Raw, and then after being beaten up by Charlotte, you know Rhea still retains, and then just have Nikki cash in. She could still have her moment less than twenty four hours, but Charlotte doesn't get the accolade. Because it's undeserving at this point. At that point, that shit, hopefully they don't even count that shit. They probably are, but, like... Probably are. Like, that shit shouldn't even count, man. Like, that's just pointless. And then you wonder why people start... In that sense, you wonder why people start talking shit online about Charlotte. They get tired of seeing her in the title picture. They get tired of seeing, like, her just getting shit handed to her when there's other talent that's... I mean, I'm not even going to say Naomi. Like, no knock towards her, but her boat done kind of came and went... You know, not saying that you don't have fans that rock with you heavy still, but, like, eh, it's not your moment right now either. But I can see why people get tired of that shit. So that's why I was more or less like, okay, they're going to give it to Bliss, even though she was running up shit way faster than Charlotte with her title reigns. But they cooled her ass off for, what, the past two, three years? Yeah. They really didn't put a belt on her in a while. After I think she cashed in the last time. Yeah, so that's why I was like, okay, let's go that route. That makes more sense. But yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's my only gripe about it. Happy for Nikki, you know, didn't see it coming this fast, but shit, I'm not mad at it. I just don't like the fact that Charlotte had to get a rub out of it. She had to get something out of it. Uh, I I don't, know. I don't know. I feel like it was a perfect way for at least Rhea to protect Rhea's character because, I mean, yeah, it just could have still did what you said, but at the same time, they had a fucking banger of a fucking match. Yeah, we match. still got that. Yeah, we got the banger of that. a fucking match, and Rhea doesn't have to fucking lose to the new, you know, baby face. So... <laughs> I uh, I felt like it was a great fucking match, so we got some out of it. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's crazy to see how fast they're putting a rocket on her back. Yeah, I mean, she, Vince I, must I, really I, I, I want to know what happened <laughs> that they were just like, "Oh fuck it, we're just gonna run with her." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how did that meeting go? Who who was like? Oh, I mean, obviously Vince has the ultimate okay, but like, who suggested it? Was it a Vince <laughs> thing or somebody else in creative was like, "Yeah, man, we should go with it." Yeah, I'm happy for them. Hell yeah, man! Congrats on that. Finally, all these years after being with WWE, that's a good look. You know, that's why I was telling Tim, like, that's a good look after a reward, you know, after being there for so long. So, shit. Uh, shit, as far as NXT goes, I, I mean, if you have anything else, we'll add it. Uh, but I only had one question for you. Out of the breakout tournament, was did the right man win between Odyssey Jones and that Andrew Chase guy? Because they've been showing, like, showcasing that Chase guy to me as someone that is might really be the breakout star besides Carmelo Hayes. He just has a lot of charisma and shit, and he's going to do it regardless if he wins the tournament or not. But, like, the way they were showcasing him, I'm like, okay, don't know much about Buddy, but, you know, he's he's good in the ring. So I'm like, okay, good signing on your guys' end. And then the Odyssey cat just seems a little green to me, man. That's why I'm like, he, like they're, oh, he can do an 
pound deadlift, but yet then a hundred something pound man jumps over a rope and you can't catch him and you fall over because you can't catch him. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like, yeah, you're not ready. And then you give him the W to advance in the tournament. So that's why my question is, did the right man win? Uh, I'm going to say the right man did not win. Right. But I, I just want to know as long as I'm not tripping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, am I, am I bugging or they sh- or should have chased one? <laughs> you know no, what I mean? No, I, I, I agree with you because, I don't know, I really like the other guy. The other, the other dude to me was like, he had he had the little in ring swag and the little you know little mannerisms about him. Yeah, I was I was you know, I was I was digging it for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, Odyssey Jones is is really huge, and he's probably strong as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he definitely is a little green. I would definitely say the right man did not win. Yeah, wrong call on them, man. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on in eight uh, uh, NXT? Trying to think. I mean, another good episode. I mean, I just yeah. get tired of saying this. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so I, I want to know what do you feel about Austin Theory? To me, I just had this again a conversation I had with Tim at work. I personally feel like with him having his trial match and shit, I feel like the way is on their way of breaking up with the Indian uh, Dexter shit, like how they had the match. Oh, don't want to talk about that. My bad. Spoiler. Uh, but basically, you know, there's just been the issue with Indy and, and Dexter and, you know, Candace and them not wanting them to have anything to do with each other. Then Theory, like kind of seeing all the bickering going on and he's kind of over it. So all this shit's lining up too perfectly, too perfectly. So Austin's probably going to get called up. Indy, she's done, did leaps and bounds improvements while being with the way and being under Candace's uh, tutelage and shit. So I think it might be time for Indy to get a little solo run. I mean, you've already been tag team champion and shit. So, I mean, so, I mean, I don't know if that's going to, the way will remain just as Johnny and Candace and shit, or it'll just go back to being Johnny and Candace. I don't know, but I kind of feel like he's on his way out and the way is on their way of being done, man. Like, what are you, what are you thinking on it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think it's time for the breakup, but I'm I'm just saying, you know, I just felt like he had such a great fucking match with Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah, the oh the match, yeah, the match. I mean, we already know what Kyle does, man. In theory, I've I've been impressed by him, but like, I just didn't know if he was fully there, and he hung with Kyle, man. So that says enough right there. Bro, even my dad was digging <laughs> the fucking match, bro. Like, even my dad was oh, like my dad was actually like into it. So I was like, <laughs> oh shit. Of course, a Kyle O'Reilly match, obviously. You know, I'm uh, good at what he does, man. <laughs> you know, so I just feel like theory, man. I think theory's a, he's the future. He got it. He got it. I mean, that little you know, me too shit or whatever. Uh, speaking out shit. He, I think he had got wrapped up in, but then finally innocent. I'm not 100. percent Don't quote me, but obviously WWE kept him because that's why he was off TV. Because if you remember correctly, during our hiatus, he was like a disciple for Seth Rollins on Raw. Like they called him up from NXT at one point. Then that shit happened. They took him away. He was off TV for some months, and then he just re-debuted in NXT. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. So I mean, obviously they oh. probably did their investigation, found nothing, and that's hence why they gave him a, another try with the brand and actually pushed him. It's not like he was jobbed out like Dream. You know what I mean? Like they actually let him win matches and shit and paired him up with Johnny and got him in the group and shit. So I mean, yeah, I think everything's on the clear with him. And then the trial run, yeah, that shit's looming. He's definitely getting called up. Yeah, that's that's wild. I mean, I just hope they don't ricochet him. You know what I mean? Where you know you know you have a hell of a talent on hand, but you're not gonna use it to its full extent. Or or showcase him in in the proper lighting. Would you ever put the NXT strap on him? On who? The theory. Yeah, he has the build. I mean, not to 
talk down about the people up there because but i you know let's call a spade a spade here obviously compared to the main roster everybody down there is really short compared to the people on the main roster meanwhile you have theory that can have the big guy look with the muscles and shit but he's around the same height as them so it's not going to look like he's dwarfing them and you can get a great match because how athletic he is so regardless of who you throw him in the ring with down there yeah i yeah i could see the uh, strap being on him i don't know how soon i would do it you know what i mean i me I, he's kind of doing the whole goofy shit i mean of course you can have a goofy champion everybody doesn't have to be serious but i mean maybe after a little bit of getting serious a little bit continue having great matches yeah you're gonna have no especially if the way breaks up I'll, I'll, if he I'll, was to stay in nxt if the way was to break up with the way shit's going and he stays yeah you would have no option but to put him in the in the title picture because you're gonna need a new fresh face i'll I'll say this after that match with kyle o'reilly i wouldn't be mad if he was in a title match within the next month after that type of performance. Oh, if they pulled the trigger, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be interested in the match and everything. Like, I mean, he's been there doing his shit. As long as we're on the same page. Because I, I just felt like watching that match, I was like, I wonder what he's thinking. <laughs> After watching that match, like... You have to be thinking the same thing as yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not mad at it. And then I was just instantly piecing after all the other shit from uh, the episode. I'm just like, yeah, they're 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 working towards that. It's it's looming. Uh, try to think what else. NXT, NXT... Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see Carmelo Hayes. Uh, i trying to think. Yeah, to me, he just got to. That's a great grab from WWE. I never really knew uh, too much about him on the indies and shit, but apparently he's one of the young rising stars of the indies and been making a name for himself, having some great matches and shit in different promotions. So, yeah, that's a good pickup on y'all. He, he has it. Definitely. For sure. Uh, shit, switching over to AEW, the AEW Women's Championship match, Britt Baker, DMD versus Nyla Rose. Got to say, through the door, I actually watched the whole episode of AEW. That match was not bad. I can't praise everything I saw that night, but the women's match for sure was good. Britt won, thank God. Not too big on Nyla. Like, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with her character and shit. Like, I'm not going to say she's the worst talk, the worst talker or the best talker. She's okay. Uh and then she doesn't really, I like that diving knee shit she does from the top rope when they're hanging over the rope. You know what I mean? Like, I like that shit. Like, there's little things I like, but I'm just not too big on her. I'm obviously bigger on Brit. So I'm glad she won. I just, I was nervous. I didn't know if they were going to fuck around and put the strap back on Nyla. Because I'm like, please don't do that shit. People seem to actually care about the belt now that Brit has it. Because I'm sorry, when Rio had it, nobody really cared. And then when the other, uh, Cheetah. Cheetah won it. People kind of had interest in it, but it wasn't where it's at now. You, it seems like people are talking about it and more interested in what she's doing now compared to the previous two champions. I feel like they did it the backwards way of NXT, the UK. Like, they, yeah. like <laughs> you booked yourself into a wide open space because, you know, it can only go up from there. Yeah. So it was like, you know, no offense to Rio. You know, I, you know, for her size, she's, you know, she could definitely work and there's nothing against her, but as AEW's first champion that was not the right that was move. the dumbest call ever that was obviously a Kenny call because that's one of your buddies like we can't do that shit like we're here to make business and money bro we're not here to just look out for all our friends and get them in lights you getting them a check that's good enough right now like shit sorry yeah so so you know I obviously yeah the, I thought the match was really good but once again I've always been high on Britt Baker so like I don't know I always see people talking shit about her online it's like I don't I've, get it. What what can you really talk shit about? I I you know you know, I feel like she's a decent heel. I feel like yeah. she's good. I she feel works like... better as a heel. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's I mean, better. so I mean, I'm I'm happy they haven't switched that back. Yeah. But yeah, I'm happy with the end result. Good match, man. No complaints here. The right the right woman won. 
Yep. So, hey, no complaints on my end. Uh, Chavo getting paired with Andrade. I'm kind of confused about it. Maybe you can put some more uh, context to it because I already thought Vicky Guerrero was his manager or whatever term they were using. So now they bring Chavo, another Guerrero, another ex-WWE person. What is the difference? What is he going to be doing that Vicky couldn't? Obviously, he's a better talker than Vicky. I mean, you know what I mean? And fans know and like him probably more, but I, what are we doing? I will say that. Like, I think exactly. What are we doing with Idolo? I feel like I feel like they've botched this whole thing since the beginning. And I feel like I feel like it was damn, like I, I don't understand what we're doing with Cody. Like I felt like Idolo, if you were gonna bring him in, he should have been straight away with Kenny. Yeah. That would have been That's the smart a money thing match to do. right there. Big money match. This shit, I'm interested in seeing that match. Like, hopefully, Kenny brings his old New Japan style for that one. Because, like, shit, that could be a absolute banger of the year potential. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, come on. I I don't understand. You know, I I just feel like they botch the whole thing. Now, Chavo, love it. I mean, better better than Vicky. Yeah, you know, let Vicky stay with Nyla. Let her her Nyla do her thing. Chavo, better on the mic. I like Chavo. You know, I've always liked Chavo, but I mean, I just feel like they're just signing a bunch for what? Chavo, what? Why would he even come there? Because he's ex WWE, but they won't admit that shit. Like, they like, you guys are strictly signing these people. Because if that was the case, you'd be signing more, you know, impact people, more people from NWA and other unknown promotions. No, you guys are strictly aiming for people that have associations and are known from WWE. A little bit. Like, that. It's, it's nuts to me that they just can't fucking see what they're doing. Like, that's facts. That's not me just being a fucking uh, biased fan and just trying to shit on y'all. That is what you guys are doing. It's just all... <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, fix it if you don't want people to be calling you out about shit. But, I mean, it is what it is. Feels a little WCW-ish, you know. And I've been saying it. I didn't want it to be this. And you motherfuckers are not only on the same channel, but are literally treading down the same fucking street. So, I guess, man. Yep. Uh, the Texas Deathmatch, I was really, like I told you last week on the episode last week, I was definitely looking forward to that one. It delivered. Uh, to me, I got to say again, not seeing anything too different from Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley. I'm not seeing it, what everyone else is seeing. I'm not seeing it. To me, I'm, I've just seen him the same shit. Like, it's just a different ring, different entrance music, different belt. But to me, it's the same fucking person. So all this different shit that people are talking about, his promos and all that, I'm still not seeing it. But that's just one person's opinion compared to all you guys. Well, I will, say, I, I will say that promo-wise, obviously his shit ain't scripted no more, and he could talk whatever the fuck he wants. But, this is like- what, but that's what kills me about these. I'm going to make sure we stay on this point about the Texas Deathmatch, but that's what kills me about the AEW guys. Like You guys talk all this shit about WWE creative and their scripted promos, and you get over to AEW, and you still can't talk worth the shit, Miro. Uh, a lot of you guys like to shit on them and blame them, but maybe y'all just ain't as good talkers as you guys think. Like You guys want all this freedom, you got the freedom, and you ain't doing anything different or better. Like, how come nobody really addresses that? Like, has anybody went leaps and bounds with their promo since they went to AEW? No. I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say John is better just because he has more freedom with his shit. Well, yeah, you could say, but, like, to me, it'd be, like, little quirky shit. Like, I know, and his, his delivery on shit, like, I don't really dig it. Even the, some of the promos I've seen him do with Eddie Kingston. Like, I'm not like, oh, man, that was dope. Oh, man, that got me pumped to watch next week. Like, nothing. Like, it does, it literally does nothing for me. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you're probably a great dude. I'm just speaking on your character, man. That's it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, as far as the Texas Deathmatch goes, like, Archer, he was the champ, that champ before, right? 
the what? IWGP United States. Have was he? Well, I think he was. I'm not 100% sure. I thought he was. So to see him get it again or get it for the first time, just in general, I was like, okay, cool. I, it's not an AEW belt because we had the discussion about the TNT championship. And I was like, oh, he should be the champion. Okay, if they're going to be showcasing the belt, that gives him something, makes him look like something on the AEW show when you see him every Wednesday now. Like, you know, he has a belt. He has to be a somebody. I, I, was, I was shocked that, that they switched they switched the IG, uh, the belt. Out. Like, I, I was like, really? That's well, I mean, what we're doing? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, what kind of business deal they've been having, but that was part of the reason I think Moxley went to AEW because he was able to work in Japan. Obviously, they put the strap on him. They're letting them take it to the States and defend it on their show. Like, I, like that belt is damn near getting defended more on United States television than Japan television right now. Like, it's, it's getting up there with how many defenses he's done had. So it's like, yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know what kind of deal y'all got going, but, I mean, just to do that, yeah, here's our strap, take it. I've, obviously, I'm pretty sure they have a say in what the hell goes on. They're not going to let their belt look like, you know, shit out here. That's but. what I'm saying. Like, New Japan had to have been cool with letting him, yeah. letting him get the strap, bro. Yeah, they had to. Because he's, he's had a working relationship with them before. You know, he's, he's wrestled for New Japan, so it's not like they're strangers with each other. So, yeah, that would work, too. You know, hey, fuck it. You know, we have a tenure with each other. We, you know, we fuck with each other. Why not? Because, like I said, he needed something. He, and I'm glad he got what he needed. Moxley, is he hurt by this? No. Well, Moxley's going to be fine. It's yeah, he's fine, man. Like, he doesn't need it. So, that's I mean, we got to start understanding that part in wrestling. A lot of people will be okay. It doesn't matter if they're your favorite. You got to look at it from an unbiased point of view. Like, does he really need that belt? If a motherfucker never had no title reigns or ain't do much, yeah, he needs the belt. But if a motherfucker's eight-time tag team champion, intercontinental champion, all this other shit in different promotions, you're fine. You got a, a following and some more shit. You're good. And he won the main strap in WWE. It's like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's had all the prestigious yeah. belts. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I Yeah, definitely the match was dope, though, and definitely wild to see it. That that belt change hands. I thought that wouldn't, wasn't going to happen. No, I wasn't expecting it. I was just expecting violence, which I got. You know, so I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it at all. Actually happy with that. Like, to me, that's a good step in the direction in, in for AEW in my eyes. Like, don't ride these niggas nuts just because they're from WWE. You don't have to give them every goddamn thing just because they're your vice president or they're an ex-WWE guy. So, I mean, yeah, I'm happy with that shit. Uh, shit, shocking. Uh, MJF, I guess, is pulling in Nick Gage. Yeah. As basically like a higher gun to face Jericho next week. You were putting me on Nick Gage. I still haven't seen anything about Buddy really personally. I'm not even going to cap about that. I ain't watched none of his matches yet, but he's on my radar now, especially now being on AEW. I'm going to let you take this one, man. What is your thoughts on him getting on national television and facing Chris Jericho? I I thought it was a dope-ass rub, especially MJF bringing him out. I thought that was a dope rub, and then how they were tweeting back for as MJF said, I don't fuck with this guy, I'm just bringing him in just strictly to beat Jericho's ass, and I thought that was hilarious. You know, MJF, people talk shit about him, but he's a good fucking heel, I don't care what nobody Man, said. Man, I used to want him at NXT so bad, but AEW is the perfect place for him. He, yeah. he gets to be himself, he gets to be the, the true dick that he wants to be, take it to the level and extremes that he wants to, so it just, just doesn't have to be a Twitter thing. Now, can he cuss his ass off on television? No, but you know he pushes it to the limits. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I just got to say that because I know a couple times in our past episodes, I'm like, man, I want him to go to uh, NXT. No, AEW is his home, and it fits him perfectly in his character. Does him perfect justice over there. Yeah, that's perfect for him. Yeah, it. But yeah, bringing in Nick Gage, it was it was dope to see. Uh, have you watched the Dark Side of the Ring yet? 
No, no, man. Dude, I'm slacking, dude. There's so much shit that I'm going like going through and doing right now, just trying to get shit lined up for other shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I haven't had so much freedom to watch. I've just been trying to make it a point to watch as much wrestling as I can, let alone the side shit. So, I mean, yeah, that's something I still need to throw on because I need to get informed on Buddy. You know what I mean? I've seen his name. I've seen clips online on Twitter over the years, but I don't know you like that, like your work like that. And I don't want to just judge you off gifts. <laughs> I would like to actually see some promos, some matches, you know what I mean? Well, at first thing you do, watch the Dark Side of the Ring on him. It's really fucking dope. It explain, does a good job of explaining who he is and shit and how he got where he is. And I don't know. I thought it was really dope for as much shit he's, as he's been through to be able to fucking make it on national television against Chris Jericho, who's going to be now the pain maker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your thoughts on that? Him bringing the New Japan gimmick out. I like it. You know, just many faces of Jericho. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm he not might, he might bring out the list on a motherfucker. <laughs> no, you said that list shit's dead. Like, I, and I, I hate that part, not even to go on a tangent, but I just got to say it now that you mentioned it. Since being with AEW, like, it seems like he tries to shit on the list or whatever. Like, bro, you were over. The fans loved it. It was going. It was working. So I don't, don't look at it like it was like a bad part of your career or a dumb part of your career for stupid creative. No, nigga, it's not. It was I thought actually it was great. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's in the biz and he's gonna have a different mind frame than me and you but i don't see anything bad out of that but as far as the pain maker shit goes i did see the matches that he had as that character in new japan and shit i'm with it you gotta bring something if you're gonna go against this hardcore motherfucker just crazy oh and it's and it's no rules so yeah i'm 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 digging it perfect setup gotta give him his props don't fuck with jericho like that but i like i I like it i would hope that's the fucking final match so they can tear up the ring yeah you got to, right? Like, you got to let it be carnage. Like, yeah, it fucking has to be make wild, sure you man. take the shit off, couple DDTs on the fucking hardwood, everything. Yep. You know what I'm saying, baby? Yeah, you got to get it going. <laughs> Hopefully Nick Gage stabs him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> just fucking, that got extreme. <laughs> yo, yo, what if he just wiles out and starts stabbing Chris Jericho in the mid-match, bro? I'm like, yo, this it's fucking lit. <laughs> shit, next up, the big news for AEW this week. Apparently, Daniel Bryan... Brian Danielson and CM Punk have signed contracts with the company. Parentheses. People like, uh, I believe Conan went on to say that he had asked Tony Khan if he signed Daniel Bryan because he was interested in uh, getting them in, in some type of, you know, probably in AAA something, you know, match because Bryan wants to travel, do different, different, different shit. And he said Khan just said no, that he can't tell him that, and he just smiled. So basically, you know, why else would you smile? Of course, you can't say shit contract-wise. You're going to probably play it out for your company, but... Basically, to me, I would like Conan did. I would take that as a confirmation. Like, yeah, you did. You're just not verbally telling me. Now, the reports of CM Punk, I believe, was yesterday morning, stating that they he officially signed yesterday morning. I guess. Now, obviously, these are. I mean, these this has been confirmed by different uh, outlets and shit. But as far as it being like known fact and you know doing the whole so and so is all elite, that shit hasn't happened yet. But my question to you, before I get into my my whole take on it, what is your thoughts on them two potentially joining the company, and what are they going to do with these other two ex WWE guys? What? Okay, I get it. If you got the money to do it, do it. But at the same time, you guys have all this homegrown talent. You have all these indie guys that aren't WWE guys, like the Ethan Pages, like the Darby All-Ins, the fucking Ricky Starks, the Hobbs, the fucking Brian Cages, the, you know, the list goes on, right? There's so many people, and it's like, what what are you going to do with Daniel Bryan? Is he going to 
being a title pitcher at all. I mean, what CM Punk? What the fuck? I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong. I, you know, they could do whatever they want. You know, or whatever. But why? What, what? What? What do you have for them right now? I just feel like you have so much shit going on. Why would you sign those two right now? Maybe two. Maybe when it first started, that would have been awesome. But yeah. now, now that you're a couple years in, it's like you guys don't need them. And, and and like I feel like that's a compliment towards them. I'm not trying to be like a dick about it. Yeah. I feel like they don't need them at all. Now, to me, I guess I can understand Brian's standpoint because I guess that was the thing with WWE during the negotiations. Like, he wants to work for New Japan. He wants to do, you know, different promotions and shit. And then, you know, obviously around that time, it was talks of the New Japan and WWE trying to work things out. Like, okay, that's going to help Brian stay. Obviously, that shit fell through. He let his contract expire. Technically, he could have showed up anywhere by now. But he's, you know, doing the dad thing, you know, being, you know, enjoying that shit for the time being. But now he wants to get back to it. WWE's not going to let you do what you want. AEW seems to be letting people show up wherever they want want to and shit as long as the business is right. So it, it, it works for him. Now, is there matches I see for him? No. I don't want to see him versus Jungle Boy. I don't want to see him versus Darby Allen. I don't want to see him versus a lot of motherfuckers over there. I don't want to see him versus Orange Cassidy. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, so what, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't, I, don't, I don't need Daniel Bryan in the fucking ring with some green motherfucker and he gets injured. It's not fucking worth it. Nope. It can only be with the top people. So he's only going to be going for a strap. Right. And then as far as CM Punk goes, that I used to fucking crave a return for CM Punk. I, it, that boat sailed, man. Say, that sailed fucking five years ago. Like, I get it. You know, you don't want to do business with WWE on the wrestling tip. Apparently, reports came out that WWE has zero interest in, in CM Punk. And, you know, AEW has been thirsty for you before the company even launched. So, you know, now you can see that they're competitors, you know, that they can actually compete against them. Not like neck and neck, but, you know, they're, they're something. They're on the radar. So you're not going to be going to like an impact type show where you're only on Twitch and, you know, shit like that. Like, no, you'll be on television every week. And it's, apparently that's the report that he will be on TV every week after he debuts. So that's like full. I mean, now is he going to be wrestling every week? That hasn't been confirmed, but I guess he will be featured in some type of capacity. But now back to punk, though. Same scenario as, as Brian. There's no matches over there for you. I don't want to see you facing these people. I guess I would watch a Kenny versus Punk match, but outside of that, I don't see too much that's going to have my interest. Your your ship has sailed for your return. You still got your diehards that are going to love it, especially in Chicago. If they were smart, they would have him debut it all out. <laughs> like, if they were smart. Uh, but, you know what I mean? I just I just don't get it. Like to me that's nothing. It's just another signing of two well-known ex-WWE guys. Hey guys, look at us. We got two new guys that you guys know. Like that's all I take that for. I don't take it for nothing else. I don't see any good matches coming. I could be wrong. Hey, maybe in a fucking, you know, a year I'm going to be talking praises about what they've been doing in AEW. But right now where shit stands, I see nothing positive coming from this. Yes. Thank you. At least you're on the same page with me. I like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, they're legends, you know, but it's like, yeah. it's like, what exactly? Do, I don't let's have see purpose that. when we do shit. Like, let's not just do shit for the sake of doing it. Like, what is the plan? What is the setup here? What is the payoff? Where are we going? Exactly. We're not doing this shit for fucking free television. Daniel O'Brien against anybody. That's. Yeah, I mean, it, just his name alone. I mean, like I said, there's people I don't want him to face, but like, regardless of what I think, whatever, whoever you throw him in the ring with, people are going to tune in just based off his name. So exactly, you can't just do anybody. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, especially with the ratings going up, man. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm I I have a feeling obviously either one of those two would help pop the ratings more for them, especially if they're going to be featured weekly. Like, yeah, of course you're going to want to see what they're doing. So yeah, that's going to help with their ratings a lot. It would help legit legitimize it more. Yeah, but okay. So so this is my whole thing, especially after this past Sunday, I felt like the gap between AEW and WWE was a lot bigger than I thought, especially with the Cena shit. Like yeah. it's like. You know, AEW's doing their shit, but it's like the gap is a lot further than I realized. Yeah. And like it was kind of really evident after after that pop. It was like I if 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 I was New Japan, I would have fucking blocked Tony Khan right then and there. I would have said, I've I've been led astray, I've been bamboozled, I've been hoodwinked. I'd have been like, you know, I'd have blocked him straight up and I'd have called Vince, gave him whatever he wanted, plus creative control. WWE can apply pressure when they want to, but it's like they act like they shouldn't be doing this all the time. That's why you get the complaints you get. Like, if you were, like, that one Raw two weeks or three weeks ago, that was fucking great, and then next week it was back to the same shit. Like, can you just be consistent? Just put great matchups together. Don't have so much, like, shit boggling it down with stupid-ass backstage segments that mean nothing just because, hey, we don't have nothing for them. Put them in a segment real fast. Like, stop doing that shit. Like, have a purpose for shit like and you guys got too many creative motherfuckers on, on payroll to be coming up with the shit y'all come up with and then you show glimpses of greatness glimpses. So, so it's there but it's you there. just don't fucking pursue it like you should i don't get it it's yeah it's like i don't know man it doesn't make sense sometimes especially like with the, with the cross shit it's like bro you guys got a built-in fucking superstar on your fucking hands you mean to tell me we sat around for weeks and that's the best we came up with? I guarantee Vince, you could pay me way more. Yeah. You could pay me way more and have way fucking better storylines. That's what you had to come up with. Whoever whoever wrote that should be fucking ashamed of themselves. I don't give a fuck if it's a superstar or legend. I don't give a fuck who it was. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. She's switching over to AAW, man. Uh just previewing the matches they got signed so far so far for Savages and Kings. Uh, so far they got for the women's championship, Allison K versus uh, Melanie Cruz. Okay. For the tag team championship match, Infamy versus Braden Lee and Jake Lander. The guys that we had seen, I believe their match they, uh, airs next week on uh, Alive uh, when they faced Infrared or whatever. Uh, so that kind of shocking about that like i didn't expect that i was expecting like you know more established not a knock i just expected a more established team but i mean infamy ain't like super huge either so i guess like, i'm just hoping that it's a good match i mean i liked what i saw from uh from the lander kid and the Braden lee guy you know what i mean they were decent but hopefully they have a banger because i mean it's for the tag belts come on man we can't just be out here tapping around and shit uh Winner gets a Heritage Championship match at Destination Chicago. Davey Vega versus Ace Austin versus Hakeem Zayn versus frontman Jossie. Then contenders match. Ali Catch versus Jody Threat versus Sky Blue. Mance Warner versus Madman Fulton. Now, that's the only match that I've seen in this email that I had a question mark on. With I mean, I don't know how they work shit, so I'm not going to act like I'm so well-versed in how they take care and how they handle their promotion, but... You know, with Mance just losing the belt and having a hell of a fucking match with Yehi, where the fuck does Madman factor into this shit? He's a, t- I mean, I get it, Ace is in the other match, and maybe you want to have him showcased on the show too, but me personally, I wouldn't have booked that. I would not book Mance right now after after coming off that match to face Madman. Ah, uh, no, I think that's a perfect one. 
I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel like I don't know, man. I mean, who knows? Maybe Mad Max, because from what we saw when we were there, like I didn't, me personally. I mean, he did his thing, but I didn't see too much where I'm like, yeah, I want to see him and Mance. Well, well, <laughs> like, or well, him versus any other. Like I wouldn't need right now. Currently, I wouldn't even want to see Russ and him. You know what I mean? And I fuck with Russ. I would see Russ fucking beat up a fucking doll, really, the way that motherfucker be doing some shit. No Kenny Omega. Uh, but, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like that's a perfect one. Uh, just because, you know, if obviously Ace, Ace doing his shit. I, th- I feel like Madman really kind of proved himself this past, you know, pay-per-view he went to. He, I mean, then the other people that are announced to be there... Which is I'm kind of confused because I could have swore that Eddie Kingston said he wanted the winner out of uh, out of Mance and Fred, so that should be a match because it says also featured you know Freddie A. Hyde the champion, Eddie Kingston, Cole Cabana, Matt Fitchett, Russ Jones with Chuck Smooth, Shaft, Ace Perry, Walker or Xavier Walker, Ren Jones, and Thomas Shire. So it's like out of that match, I wouldn't have mind to seeing Mance go against Shaft. I mean, maybe they did that match already. I don't know, but I wouldn't have mind seeing that. Me personally, like as a matchup, and I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with Colt, or shit. I want to see Ace Perry too, shit. But yeah, as far as that Mance and Mad Man, I'm not mad at it and shit. But like, hopefully they they change my oh, mind. It's gonna <laughs> be a banger, I guarantee it. That that match is gonna be a fucking banger. I really fuck with Mance for sure. Now, just out of the matches that they've announced, like out of the women's championship match, I'm pretty sure you want AK to retain. Oh yeah. Tag team matchup. Infamy retain or oh fuck infamy! I hope they fucking lose the belts. <laughs> fuck infamy, yo. And then out of the heritage uh, championship match, well, the contender to be a contender in it, who would you want out of that? Ace Austin, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hope. Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. I fuck with Ace, but just to be a little different, I'm gonna go with with Zayn. He he kind he kind of grew on me a little bit, so yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. I man. fuck with. Uh, the contenders match, uh, Alley Catch versus Jody Threat versus Sky Blue. Ooh, that's a rough one. Yeah, I can't call that one. I'm gonna go with Alley Catch. All right. I've I've been I've been trying to like totally watch all her shit. I like I've I've seen her kind of in and out like over the like past like two years on Twitter. Just yeah. you'll know, see her Twitter pop up or whatever. But you know, been watching some of her promos and shit. She's she's fucking dope. I think I like you know I'm excited to see her live. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, I'm hoping she wins. Eh, fuck it. I'll go with Sky Blue on that one. Cause okay. I'm not too, only because I'm not too familiar with the other two. Like yeah. so, so that's the only reason I'm gonna go with her. And then out of Mance and and, and Madman, I'm gonna have to say Mance. I would think Mance would win. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna let him lose back to back on two pay per views, are you? You know, he's fucking over. You don't do that to that guy. Like that motherfucker is over. Like for me to be in person, I I you know went to Raw only once, seen people get pops like DX and Kurt Angle and shit, but like. That was some intimate shit with the fans, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't let him lose twice back to back. He has to yeah. win that one. Why? The fans were so fucking into it, dude. Man, oh, I was into it, too. It, it, it was something to see, man. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know the song, didn't know shit. I'm just basking in the shit, just looking around. Like, this, <laughs> this is dope. Like, this is dope, man. Oh, that's a dope song, too. It's perfect for fans. Switching over to NXT UK, they confirmed Walter versus Dragonoff at NXT TakeOver 36. So the, my question, the only question is, do you think this angle's legit? Or do you think they were just, again, holding off to actually have it on a, on a good show instead of just a Thursday night or Thursday afternoon NXT UK for us here in the States? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think they might have held it off. Probably smarter, too. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to go with. I heard something about Walter posted a picture or some shit. I didn't I see saw it. it. Yeah. What was his hand? He had a cast on his, on his hand. 
All right, I mean, either they're super selling it or something really happened. But I would take my educated guess and just say they're holding off for a show. I'm just glad it's finally confirmed because when they said it, it was postponed, like, Jesus, are they going to try to wait for the next NXT UK takeover? Because that could be next year type shit. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was confirmed. And then uh, the NXT UK Tag Team Championship match, man, subculture versus Pretty Deadly. I didn't really know much about them, but those cats can work, man. They're nice. Yeah, not, not too much big on the on the gimmick because you know I just feel like it's a kind of a modification of Tyler Breeze, but I fuck with them. You know, after seeing that, it was like my first time actually sitting and watching them perform. And in subculture, Mark Andrews and fucking uh, Morgan Webster, dude, they're they're just nice. Webster's nice. gotten such shape. I'm digging the matching uh, attires now because before you know they were still kind of doing their own thing wearing with the helmet and shit. So I'm I'm loving the fact that they got all matching geared and then their ring uh, chemistry still there, obviously. And then, yeah, I just got to say, man, uh, pretty deadly retained, but they surprised me. So, I mean, I guess you guys seen something in those cats, and that's why you put the tag belts on them. At yeah. first, I was questioning it. Like, who the fuck are these guys? Why did you put the belts on them so fast? Now, after watching, I see why. Now, their promos are okay. You know, they're doing the snobby shit. So, I mean, it's easy to do that. You don't got to put too much thought process in that, especially when half your time you're waving off the announcer. Like, you don't want to speak to him. So, that's pretty easy. So, they have that layup all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you have any takeaways from the match? Uh, subculture. <laughs> it's fucking dope, man. They need a, they need the belt again, man. Like, they, I mean, obviously it didn't happen this past week, but they it, please let that be in the, in the plans in the near future. They deserve it, I feel like. I mean, well, I would rather see them champs again over seeing Gallus champions again. Well, I don't know. Like, they're, I mean, they're dope. They're dope, man. I mean, Mark Andrews is, you know, he deserves his flowers for sure. That's one of the best in-ring workers in the world. Has to be right. He's up there. I mean, I can't, I can't sit there and try to shortchange him. You know, as much shit we talk, he has to be, like, up, up, up there. Like, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't get the praise he deserves. But, I mean, that's, unfortunately, so many wrestlers out there that kill it week in and week out and don't get any kind of praise that go under the radar and shit just because it's not in a big promotion or on a big hey. uh, match uh, type card or but show. But Box put a fork in somebody's forehead. You better fucking put respect. <laughs> uh, Impact Wrestling. Chris Bay joining Bullet Club. Yeah. Gotta say it's kind of interesting I mean, you know, obviously we've been talked about The Forbidden Door being open And now they're actually seeming like they're gonna spread roots In America now, for real, for real With this Bullet Club shit uh, My only thing, question is Out of the current N- N- uh, Impact roster Do you think Chris Bay would be a good fit? Or do you think there was somebody else That they should've went for? Uh, Probably Chris Bay Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best route Uh you know, you're not going to do Ace. You know? Yeah. So, you know, that's probably the hottest young star you could probably put with them. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Totally unexpected, but I'm not mad at it. That, that caught my attention because I was kind of like half paying attention at that time in the backstage promo with uh, Hakeem or Raju, Z- whatever name he uses in Impact, but I'm going to just call him Hakeem Zane. Uh, they're in their backstage uh, promo and shit. So I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Obviously, Jay White gave him the the offer and shit. So, I mean, uh, I guess I can ask you about that real fast. What is your opinion on the angle they're trying to do, basically, with old era Bullet Club versus new era Switchblade era Bullet Club? Do you think that's uh, money? Do you think that they're, that they're doing, like, you know, treading in the right direction with that? Because, obviously, that's something fans wanted in WWE. They just never got it. Now, with you guys having this working partnership, it is more possible than ever. I you can get the whole fucking Bullet Club on Impact if they really wanted to. Yeah, but I just feel like it needs bigger eyes. It needs like to be done right. 
and I feel like it's not being done right. And what I mean by that, like on a wait, so so do you think that kind of angle should be taking place on Dynamite and Rampage when it debuts in a month or whatever the fuck? Like, would that be a better platform for it? Yes, to pose yes, the on, on national television. That's the, my main gripe about Impact, man. Like, it's hard for people to support you when you're only on Twitch and these other apps that people really don't fuck with. You know, you need to have a television deal. I mean, obviously, Spike's gone. <laughs> but, I mean, there's other channels. I mean, if MLW can get a partnership with Vice TV, I'm pretty sure you can find a fucking channel for you guys. For us here in the States. Because a lot of people don't have that AXTS, whatever the hell it's called. A lot of us don't have it, so that makes it a fucking challenge just to even keep up with it. Like, I try to keep up with it on Twitch as much as I can. I, I, I did tune in a little bit to this to Twitch this past week. I'm definitely high on Deanna Perrazzo. Like, like, she's a dope champion. And then, okay, speaking of that, like, just real fast, the whole Mickey James thing, like, she, I don't know, bro, she's rubbing me the wrong way, man. She's striking me as one of these wrestlers that don't, don't know when the spotlight's done. They don't know how to fucking bow out and let the can- uh, fucking curtain fall. Like, you're, I'm not going to say you're old, but you're a legend. You already have your career cemented. You're mad because even she was constantly campaigning on Twitter for Monday Night MILF, like, trying to get her return, like, get a return on Raw. Like, they're not going to focus on you because you're not to be focused on right now. There's too many young stars to be worrying about Mickey fucking James. So what do you do? You some because your husband has ties in uh, NWA, you get a fucking position there to where you're doing apparently the first women's pay-per-view uh and now you know you're in impact stealing more shine it's just like i'm not me personally that shit is all rubbing me the wrong way learn to bow out if you want to help and be behind the scenes and do this women's pay-per-view great great but to be constantly trying to have camera time no your time has came and went plus she was in ring of honor doing the ring of honor shit so so that's what i'm saying bro like it's a little sickening like i mean obviously you have a love for the for the sport like obviously if you didn't you wouldn't be pursuing this still you know you would probably just do the stay at home mom thing and just enjoy life but obviously there's a passion there for it but you being in the business for as long as you have been you should know let's step aside it's not about us anymore we've had our moment in the sun many times over You've had your moment in the sun in WWE. You've had your moment in the sun in, in fucking Impact. What else more do you want besides to take attention away from these young girls that are trying to make a name and, and make their legacy now? I, I, don't, I don't get why she's trying to confront Deanna Prazo. It's like, man, they got too many good young stars there. Oh, from like, what I was seeing, she wants her to do some pay-per-view. I don't know if there's any past beef, whatever. I don't know all about that. But from what I caught, uh, she was trying to get her to come do that in the women's pay-per-view, basically. Oh. And it was a little resistance, but I think they shook hands, and she basically agreed. So, and I think I even seen it on Twitter. They confirmed it that she will be going. Oh, well, uh, that's good then. Well, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to have a match. I was like, that would be unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, well, just because there's so many good young women on that fucking roster. I definitely see a fucking, you know, a, uh, what's your name? Fucking Jordan Grace match. Oh, yeah, okay. Something before that. Yeah. There's too many. Shit, one thing I forgot to mention in the AEW segment real fast. uh, Thoughts on Thunder Rosa signing full on with AEW. Like that, they confirmed that, did the whole she's elite thing. I I really like her. I I think she's another girl that, you know. I just just, uh, knew she wasn't going to WWE after reading an interview from her. Like, you know, she got things that other outside projects of wrestling she wants to do. And WWE is so uptight about that shit, they would not let her do it. So I don't knock her on that. If you have other things you want to do, yeah, don't fucking sign a WWE where you can't do them. So, I mean, in that case, 
You know, well, you know the WWE's on bullshit. If they can't get their hands into it or, you know, have a thought process on it, they don't want them doing shit. So, I mean, I guess, you know, good for her. She found a company that's going to allow her to do what she wants to do besides wrestling. So, I mean, can't knock that at all. Good pickup, though, I mean. Because, what, she was mostly with NWA, right? I think she did some shit in Impact. Cause like, yeah, like I said, I'd be in and out on those. Like, I don't keep up with them too much yeah she's yeah she was on nwa that's what that's where i first saw her yeah and then shit the only other thing i don't even know if you even want to talk about it i mean it was just something i saw on twitter uh velveteen dream got his first booking since being released from wwe and within 60 minutes got removed from the card because uh, of fans complaining like do you think that they the fans have not damaged his his career enough like you know you because of you guys he doesn't have his dream job anymore you know he took that in stride you know it is what it is he doesn't seem like he's holding any any animosity towards people like you know you have your opinions it is what it is uh but can we not allow this man to live and and do what he does i mean especially again gotta stress it again you know nothing's came up since then and obviously he's nothing's been found so, I mean, whether you don't like him or agree with what he was accused of, okay, you know, you can have that opinion. But to the fact to where you're affecting how a person pays bills and lives now, I don't see these people going hard on any of these other wrestlers that are still doing indies and shit. Like, I don't see them going hard at all as much as they are on Patrick Clark, dude. And that's what kind of be rubbing me the wrong way. It's just like, is it a black thing? And I'm not even trying to get it on some racist shit, but what is it? Like, because there's been people that's been accused of worse or shit just flew under the radar and they're still performing and getting paid so it's like why that a person that because didn't get anything found on him getting treated like he's been found guilty and we're just ignoring it i i and once again i've you know i can't really, trust me if there was proof fuck him like i've said numerous times fuck him well hey, the, the, true, the thing is i think it's more of like the kid thing and it's like yo that's real bro like fuck no no, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm, every time I talk about it, that's what I'm saying. Like, if that shit was come out to be fake because they found out that it wasn't a real uh, conversation and shit, then, yeah, that was just a fake lie. Like, women lie on athletes and say that they did this X, Y, and Z and come to find out it was fake. They were just looking for some money. Like, what makes it any different for Dream? Yeah, I mean. So that's why I'm like, okay, that's why I got to keep stressing it. Like, if he was actually guilty. Yeah, technically he wasn't convicted. So, so. it's like, you know, fuck him. But, like. He got the wrong end of a deal. Uh, apparently, it wasn't true, and just let the man live, man. I mean, he's not on your TV. You don't have, and a lot of y'all that's complaining probably don't even live in the same fucking state that this promotion's in to be giving it that much buzz. Other than, oh, I don't like him. So I don't, that's my only question. I was just gonna ask: Do you feel like the people in general in the wrestling community are they going a little too hard, or is it rightfully so? Ah, uh, that's a fine line, right? I don't know, man. It's all, you know, just all depends on if it's true. That's the crazy part. Like, we don't know for sure, 100%. I mean, I be, I believe in the whole innocent until proven guilty thing. I mean, it's anybody that's be, accused of that shit, you can run anybody through the mud over some bullshit rumors. But until they say for sure, I cannot in good conscience shit on that man or, or treat him like a fucking pedophile. I can't until it's confirmed. Yeah, it yeah it has to be like 100% confirmed. Yeah, just not rumors and shit or just because you're not a fan yeah, of his promotion. Yeah, this is probably the one besides, obviously, the dickhead Joey Ryan. Yeah. Like, you know, besides him, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then the only, in closing, the only thing I can ask, do you think it's just time to just 
for him, just be like, all right, fuck it. This is the landscape I'm in. People ain't fucking with me. Do you think it's just time to hang up the boots and try to find a different thing to do? Or do you say, fuck it, and keep trying to push forward because you feel you're innocent or know you're innocent? Well, if you're not innocent, you need to pack up the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but if you're not, if, if you're innocent, man, you know, keep fucking, keep going. Because, you know, he really was, you know, basically the future. Yeah, he was, man. He was the literal future. Like, no, like. I don't understand. Like that's crazy. I hope it ain't true, but yeah, I, I, just, I just saw it, man, and I'm just like, "Are you fucking kidding me, bro?" Like he's so many months removed from this shit, got released and everything, and he just still can't catch a fucking break, even on the low key side side of things. Like, damn. Well, you know, yeah, because I love. I would have loved to see him come to AAW. <laughs> tell you that much. Man, shit's fucked up, man. Yeah. But uh, shit, yeah, it's looking like that's it for us this week. Then ran through everything. A great pay per view. Interesting week. Yeah, it was definitely a crazy week in wrestling for sure. Okay, one more thing. What's up? Khan takes more shots at the WWE. I didn't hear what he said. Basically saying, you know, we don't have no performance center. All we got is it shows. He shows, you know, like oh, it shows you have no performance center. Hence why a lot of motherfuckers are green and don't know what they're doing. So continue. <laughs> Like, but like, you sound like a fucking dork, bro. I can't stand that motherfucker. Like, that dude is annoying as shit. I get it. You're gonna love your company and you're gonna big up your company. You're not gonna talk shit like, well, we're not as good as them. Of course not. But the constant shots, like your big shit, bro. You're playing with daddy's money. You motherfuckers can't even compete with the ratings of Raw and SmackDown. Like, you are signing nothing but ex WWE guys all the while acting like that's not a factor or, or anything. Like, what do you mean? We have Mark Henry, Big Show, and fucking twenty other people. But no, we're not doing that. Like, yeah, you guys just need to worry about, like everyone else keeps saying, just worry about yourself. Stop sending them weak-ass shots because you're going to look like a fool in two years if you you have to fucking close up shop because shit ain't panning out. And you done paid niggas buku dollars because you want them on your company. So just worry about yourself. Fuck those little weak shots you keep sending. You a fucking dork. That's basically all my take on that. He's yeah. been sending shots, and it's just it's so corny. So fucking corny. Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel you on that one. I just can't believe like having a PC is a bad thing. <laughs> the only bad thing that's happened related to the PC lately is Vince's dumbass making the superstars do mandatory training, and hence why Bailey's out. That is the dumbest shit that's that's happened related to the PC. Other than that, it's great to, for these kids to be honing their craft and getting better every fucking day and staying in shape. Because a lot of y'all motherfuckers that left WWE and went to these other promotions looking a little Larry Holmes out there, flabby and sick a little bit. Except for Machine Gun, Machine Gun's still kind of holding on to his figure. But yeah, like, yeah, maybe you might want to invest in a PC to have your people <laughs> tightening up and staying in shape. Instead yeah, of trying Jericho to take the... looked really nasty. I give up on him, man. To him, he has the best body. His body hasn't changed, apparently. But you looking flabby and sick out here, too. Like, I get it. You're probably living the rock star shit, doing the wrestling and doing music and drinking and all that shit. You're probably not too focused on going to the gym, probably. I get it, but... Just the match looked really... Yeah, you kind of got to stay in shape as much at your age. You got to try to stay in shape as much as you can. You can't just be like, fuck it, man. I'm a legend. <laughs> I, just, I just do this. The lion salts can end badly. <laughs> a lot of shit can go wrong if you don't want to stay in shape. So, yeah, might just want to tone that down a little bit. <laughs> Tighten up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else. <laughs> well, shit, then that's going to do it uh, this week for us. Of course, we're going to be back next Saturday with another episode talking our shit, man. Just thanks for y'all stopping by and listening to us shoot the shit. We're going to holler at y'all next week, man. Definitely love you guys.